Hey everyone, welcome back to the Winner Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. And we're here for our second episode uh, in a while. We, we recorded last week. Thank you, everyone, who checked that out. Now we're back again. We're gonna, Like I said, we're going to do a couple over the holidays, maybe two or three. Next week's episode is a big one. You definitely want to check that out. Cody has a huge announcement. We're also going to talk to Tiffany, try to get her on as well to catch up with her. I've been seeing her on social. She's all over the place. Way more exciting life than us. Well, maybe <laughs> me. You're, 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 you got a lot going on right now. Yeah, but, but either I'm, way, I'm we definitely want to catch up with Tiffany on, on, on the Winner Circle. I've been talking to her off camera. I, I think you have too. We've, we've texted back and forth. Yeah. But um, definitely got to get her back on the show so you guys can hear from her, hear what she's up to. Yeah. And also, guys, I just want to say thank you for all the congratulatory uh, comments that you left on our page um, for me in the um, in the proposal and the engagement. So I just want to say thank you so much. We see all the comments and we really appreciate it. And if you guys haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to the channel. Um, all this stuff really helps us, you know, comment, share it, make sure you're tagging us when you share it, if you're sharing it on social, uh, because we love seeing this stuff and we love seeing kind of what what your feedback is. And so I just want to say thank you for the comments. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, we do. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Actually, I wasn't sure how the, the viewership was going to go considering we've been off for so long, but considering that fact, it was actually pretty good. So mm -hmm. thank you guys for sticking around. It goes to show having those notifications on do count because yep. we didn't really announce it on social media. We just popped on, put it out. And sure enough, if you're subscribed and you got your notifications on, you were one of the first to know. So we really do appreciate it. Also, want to give a quick thank you. Not even a quick thank you, but a thank you. Uh, Cody and I say it all the time. We only started this podcast, what, two years ago? Yeah. We started with Big Brother 23. So it hasn't been that long. And there's a lot of different uh, Big Brother podcasts that you can tune into every week. But we're seeing today with uh, Spotify Wrapped. So Spotify Wrapped, if you're someone who uses Spotify, at the end of the year, sometime in late November, early December, they, they send you like an email and it's like this digital representation of your favorite podcast, the ones you're listening to the most. And the, and the main photo they send you is like this top five list of your most listened to podcasts. And it didn't happen a lot last year, but I got to tell you, this year I've gotten some some tags from you guys on Instagram showing the winner circle in your top five. And that I can't tell you how much that means to us because to know when you have so many choices out there of podcasts that you can listen to every single week and not even just in the the entertainment genre, but also true crime, all these other genres, and then to even you know micro it a little bit more there to choose us over some of the other big brother podcasts that are out there. It really does mean the world to us. So thank you for that. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, we really do. We uh, we look forward to getting on here. It's awesome to get on here and get to do this and, and chat and stay in the loop with everybody. Obviously, in the big brother season, we're really, really active, but we would love to get and be more active at a season. And, you know, when we see the views and we see the interest and see you guys commenting and going back and forth on what we talk about, it kind of gives us an incentive to be like, all right, well, let's pop back on. Let's see if we can, you know, keep the ball rolling. So make sure if you guys are really enjoying the content, leave a comment and let us know. Let us know if there's anything specific you guys would like us to talk about. We could do a Q&A. We're just trying to spitball here and see what you enjoy the most so that we can bring that to you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and and if you haven't already and you got your Spotify wrapped and we're in the top five, make sure you're tagging the Winner Circle on Instagram and we will repost it. I, I reposted a couple already, but make sure you're tagging the Winner Circle, Winner Circle Cast, I believe it yes, is on Instagram. Winner Circle Cast. Tag it so we can see and uh, show you some love back by reposting it. And listen, you really do want to be uh, have your notifications on. Cody's talking about different things. 
I don't want to give too much away. Like I said, Cody has a big announcement, and I, I, it's Cody, if I'm saying too much, we can cut this out. But essentially, we may have another show we want to talk about soon. Yeah, that we're yeah. going to be covering. So we're looking so, forward to it. Absolutely. So, okay, we got a couple topics we want to talk about. Things that are trending online. Things that apparently you guys want to talk more about. But before we get into that, let's hear from this week's sponsor, Manscaped. All right, so it's never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts, whether it's for a friend or the friends in your pants. You can make this season to be jolly with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use Lawnmower 4.0 to avoid any silent night in the bedroom. Then add the Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products to have the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you. Santa cares about his sack, and you should too. Look nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com and use code WINNERCIRCLE for free shipping and 20% off. Yeah, the Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is, is definitely a great package to start off with. It comes with the Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Ball Toner, and then like we had said too, I don't have them with me right now, but you have the uh, the Manscaped Boxers, which were really, really comfortable, and the Travel Bag. I'm actually going to Montreal next week, and I'm going to be bringing my Manscaped products, but I'm also going to use the Travel Bag to pack some other things, because it's a really high-end quality bag. We, yeah. Trust me, if you guys are looking for to upgrade your Manscaping gear... This is definitely the package for you. And right now, you can get 20% off with free shipping with our code WINNERCIRCLE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use our code WINNERCIRCLE. Manscaped, get your... All right, so we're back, and we're going to talk about our first story today, something that maybe a lot of you don't have interest in. I, I found it pretty uh, fascinating because... Uh, the liver king phenomenon has really taken off over this last year. It wasn't long ago we saw this yoked out guy who claimed that he was getting, he's in his 40s by the way, that he was gaining all of this muscle and size as he was getting older from eating a strict diet of like animal organs and, and bone marrow. Like primal. And just it's living, like a primal kind of thing. Yeah, and he had like these nine different ancestral uh, tenements that he follows to kind of live a certain life, which allows him to, to, to feel better, look better, etc. And it was this whole big thing. And he has, like you said, this primal sus, uh, substance brand business. And from what I were seeing online, he's made over a hundred million dollars yeah. due to these business ventures, all because of him going viral as the liver King. Yep. But I will say for anybody who even works out a little bit, just a little bit, and I'm not someone who claims to be uh, 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 overly in the gym and know all these different things to look for when people are on, uh, PEDs, things that aren't necessarily, uh, I guess, like completely just natural, you yeah. would put it, right? It's not just the natural gains. Cody's in the gym a lot more than me. It was very obvious, I think, to most people that this man was not natural. And he was called out about it many, many times. And he's always doubled, tripled, quadrupled down on the fact that he's purely natural. He said he would do tests or whatever. And he's claimed he's never taken anything. And that was a big part of his brand because although – you might have people who work out who don't necessarily believe it. There are millions of young, impressionable men specifically out there that were buying into what he was saying. Mm -hmm. And we're believing that by eating chunks of raw liver and doing what he said to do and using his primal sus substances, uh, sub uh, supplements, I should say, yeah. not substances. Um, you could look like him too. And that's a problem. That's a problem. So we get to today. It actually dropped literally today, or it might've been yesterday where 
people are gonna when you when you're making hundreds of millions of dollars and you're making claims that appear to be false you're gonna have people look into it and there was a gentleman online a youtube documentary that went out where he basically exposed the liver king and the main the main smoking gun of of this lie according to this individual was this email that was sent and basically i have something up right here it says uh, leaked email shows that liver king was taking almost twelve thousand dollars worth of pharmaceutical hgh which is human growth hormone uh per month three injections per day all while promoting his brand of a holistic lifestyle ancestral tenants and eating raw meat on camera so i have the email up here um if you want to look it up you can just google it maybe we can throw it up right here but this is basically an email allegedly an email from the liver king to this gentleman where he was trying to figure out what he needed to take to get the size that he wanted and so this is this is the email i'll read it for you in case you don't have it up and you're listening on audio so it says let's dig right in as it relates to my goals I'm the face of several brands, including Ancestral Supplements, and I've just hired a team to build the Liver King brand with the goal of 1 million followers by March 2022. That's This is incriminating. It's pretty bad. Uh, I'm pouring ridiculous resources into making this happen, including hosting a video guy that will be living at my guest house and a film crew that will be filming seven days a month stated, I have to stay in great fucking shape year around maybe take one or two months off a year here's a clip of where i'm currently at and it has a link to his instagram i've been working out for 35 years i know how to eat train rest and recover i've even had a hard shell hyperbaric chamber at my house but as i've reached the mid 40s it's getting harder and the back fucking kills me to support these exhaustive efforts i've recently started taking i'm going to screw up these names by the way i'm not going to try to pronounce them right it's all different steroids uh a monotrope the 5.8 milligram vials from empower pharmacy eleven thousand us dollars per month for new dose which is four vials a week 16 vials per month i don't know if this shit is grossly un- underdosed or what but i have been taking two vials per week and my IGF negative one is only at 139. See recent labs below. Again, I don't know what this means, but I know he's taking a lot of steroids and he's not seen the results that he expected. My doctor told me that I could double it in an effort to get to the upper 200s, low 300s. She thinks I could be a hyper non-responder. I'm wondering if taking a fuckload of other peptides could be confounding the results and possibly interfering with efficacy. For instance, here's what I'm currently taking. And I'm not even going to list these things. It's just a bunch of shit. And then he describes himself as being 5'7", lean, 43 years old. Again, you can look it up yourself. Um, Cody, were you aware of the liver, liver King? Did you know who he was? Yeah, so I had known about the Liver King. And the funny part about this guy was I had watched him on an interview. And in the interview, he was doing this this stuff because he had gone extremely viral. He had been on a ton. He had been on Barstool. He was on Nelk Boys. And this guy that does a lot of podcasting had him on. And he had a producer, Liver King, um, bring in like liver and different things. And as he was like waiting to eat stuff, he was like pointing off and be like, wait, so what is this? What is this? Oh, we're eating it? And he was like chewing it like he had never – eating it before and i remember watching it and being like i don't this dude is eating this stuff like it's me eating it like he's kind of taking a bite and like keeping a straight face because he knows he has to and to see this come out now is hilarious because it's just a classic look at me my physique like 
everything that I'm doing, buy my supplements, and it was obviously working. It was a great marketing plan. But when you don't tie up your loose ends, you're in trouble. But I think the biggest takeaway from this is just the facade that we have known about social media all the time. It's like you look at relationships, right? You look at couples on social media and you're like, oh my God, we love this couple. They're the greatest relationship. And all of a sudden they get divorced and they're not together anymore. And everybody's like, wait, what? You guys were so amazing together. And it's like, you have no idea what's going on behind closed doors. This is another example of that. This guy obviously was putting out information that was just blatantly untrue. I remember seeing him on the Barstool podcast and he was like, I don't take steroids. And I was like, okay. Yeah, what, I mean, them out too. I don't know. I've never, I've never done that. And I'm not really around a lot of people that are ripping steroids to know the difference in the physiques and all this stuff. But obviously your boy's not taking steroids. I'm out here just doing my best to get my protein in so that my muscle mask stays. This guy mm-hmm. is obviously doing all the other stuff that's phony. And then adding something that was captivating, great marketing, eating liver. A lot of people got drawn in by that used it for supplement sales and made millions of dollars. And now, you know what? Like my biggest take on this is this guy made hundreds of millions. Oh, well, <laughs> he got caught. Yeah, he's, he's on steroids. Yeah. He's still going to be okay. He's going to be okay. And I think he'll even survive this because he does have a cult-like following. I have two two takes on this. First off, the fact that he manifested this, the fact, I mean, there's a lot of people that come up with a social media strategy to get social media famous. Yeah. And even though they plan for it and have this great idea, they don't accomplish what this guy accomplished in such a short period of time. No. So this email was written in March of 2022. Uh, nobody even knew about him at that point. And now he's a, everybody knows or has heard of the liver king. So on one hand, business wise, uh, you know, hats off to him because you can't just do that. What he did, it's it's a lightning in a bottle. He caught it, so fair game there. The other side of this is he's not truly living the life that he's describing, and he's not getting the success from the life that he's living without the help of supplements that are not necessarily things you want to be taking on a mm-hmm. normal basis. So you're going to have young impressionable people out there who are living by what he's telling them to do. And he doesn't really even know the the true scientific side effects behind eating just a a meat-based diet or whatever he's telling them to do because he's not doing it. He's supplementing it with things that he's not telling them about. And he's probably supplementing it with other foods and other things that may not go with his brand that he's to keep himself healthy that he's also not telling them about. Like, I don't know if eating the type of meat that he's eating raw like that all the time would have cardiovascular effects, things like that. He must be supplementing with some type of plant-based diet as well, something to offset it, fiber or whatever. I don't, you know, I don't even know, but he's not disclosing that to these young people and they are taking what he says at face value and they're, they're using his words like it's the Bible. And so they're actually doing what he's proclaiming to be doing. And it could have some long lasting effects on their health, which I will tell you, yeah, he made hundreds of millions of dollars, but let some lawsuits start rolling in mm-hmm. because kids are doing what he said to do and they start having side effects from it from a health perspective. That $100 million is going to go really, really fast. Yeah, that, that's an interesting uh, – I think that's an interesting take on it because, you, you know, you don't even think of that. Like I didn't even think of what could possibly be the lawsuits that come down the line now that this guy is is just f- obviously full of it. But also it's – he hasn't really commented on it. So I'm eager to see like how he responds to this. Because he's obviously not yeah. just going to come out and respond right away. He probably has a PR team that's kind of guiding him through oh, it. Yeah. So I'm eager to see what's going to happen with this and and what his response is to these allegations. 
Yeah, well, I was just about to hop on the primal supplement plan, and now I guess I'm not. You I know, just I'm, bought I'm just a, an obscene I'm, amount of liver. <laughs> I wanted what to am try I doing it. all of it now? I saw him eating this stuff, and I was like, this is ridiculous. This guy is not yeah. eating this liver. Like, you would see the plate. And, like, my brother is eating bone marrow, and he was like, yeah, bone marrow is not bad. Because we had talked about this guy a while ago. I've had bone marrow. Love it. Yeah. Good. And so when he was they eating that, he was, like, spooning butter. it out. Yeah. Like, you see that stuff. But then, like, when he was, like, taking these bites out of liver, I'm like, and it's, like, hard. I'm like, you come on. Yeah, it was, it was no good. Well, we will keep you guys up to date on it. I'm sure some of you are interested, some of you are not. But again, we saw it trending on Twitter. A lot of people talking about it. It just dropped today. Today's the twenty, uh, the thirtieth. So we wanted to try to keep this stuff relevant. We're gonna move on to something else that's a little bit more serious, uh, something that is affecting a lot of people right now. And uh, due to my background, it's something that I'm following up. Um, and I know Cody and I were talking about it yeah. as well. But for those of you who don't know, I don't know who would know about this, but we're talking about the Idaho murders in Moscow, Idaho. Uh, it involves four students by the names of Ethan Chapin. Kaylee Gunkovs, Zana Carnoodle, and Madison Mugen, or Mogan, I believe it's Mugen, if, if I'm saying it, it might be German. Um, they are 20, 21, 20, and 21. Um, young students at the, at the university, uh, and from what we understand, uh, on November 13th, they were back at their home, all four of them, and they were all stabbed to death. And it was learned the, the, the next day by law enforcement. Right now, uh, law enforcement, uh, if, if they do have a suspect, they haven't announced it, but no one has been arrested for these four murders, which is a, bi a big deal because they're yeah. in an area where there's a lot of college students. Uh, police have said that they believe this, this, this murder, these murders were targeted. Um, so it doesn't appear that we have like a serial killer on our hands, but nevertheless, you have someone out there who is responsible for these deaths and they're still walking amongst the community. In fact, I was seeing something before we started recording where parents of the victims are holding off on any vigils or funerals because they're, they're fearful that the suspect, the person who actually did this may attend the vigil or the funeral as some form of gratification. And they don't want to give this person that. Mm -hmm. So as of right now, as we sit here today, I'm looking at this article. They have over a thousand tips. They've conducted at least 150 interviews. I would guess that it's even more by now. Um, and they've received more than 260 digital submissions um, to the public FBI form where people can just submit video or photos that they may have that they think could potentially be helpful in this case. So a lot going on right now. I was watching the news today. The house where the murders took place is still being controlled by police. It's still considered a crime scene. It was actually difficult to watch because they towed four vehicles away from that house today that haven't been moved and you can only assume that those vehicles were owned by the victims so it's just it's just a terrible situation um i saw one of the fathers say that you, you know you send your kid to college and you get them back in an urn and i'm like man that hits me because as a father with two young girls one day i'm going to be sending them off to college as well and to think that they can't even be safe out of school um, it's, it's scary. The world we live in right now, it really, really is. Yeah, it, it really is because, and I say this to Christy all the time because, you know, you have to be so hyper aware all the time in the day and age that we live in. It can happen anywhere, anywhere you are. I mean, people are coming in to towns and you think, you think you're in a nice area. You think you're okay. People come into towns all the time and do things and then leave. And this one is is a perfect example of just I 
I have so many questions, right? And that's that's where I kind of wanted to throw it back to you as to like where where do you even start with a, a situation like this as a police force, as an investigative group? Like where do you start when there's four people that are stabbed to death? And it's like there's gotta be there's gotta be like DNA or something, or was this like it was it like so premeditated that the person was so prepared for it that they're gonna get out of there unscathed? Because I feel like. Four murders, it's like, how did how did they all stay in there? How did nobody get away? It's just like, it seems like it was such an interesting situation. Like, where would you start in this scenario? Would you think it is somebody close to these four people? Oh, this person definitely knew them or, 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 or had an encounter with them. So to answer your first question, yeah, you're preserving the crime scene. You're swabbing for DNA. You're collecting trace evidence, whether it's hair, skin cells, any type of fibers from clothing. They're collecting all of that. And from what I saw, and again, this was from Nancy Grace. She's saying that the suspect's DNA was entered into CODIS, which CODIS is a system where you'll, anytime a person is arrested for a crime, uh, and it's a felony, they're, they're swabbed, there's a buckle swab taken, and their, their DNA is entered into this database called mm -hmm. CODIS, where it can be compared against new DNA that comes into the system to see if you have a match. So yeah. if that's true, it appears that this individual hasn't been arrested before, at least for a serious crime. Yeah. My understanding of the four victims is they were actually separate, two and two. Okay. So you had Kaylee and Maddie, who were together and they were at a, a grub truck around 1.40 a.m. And then you have Ethan and Zana who were at this fraternity party and they were there until it looks like 9 p.m., 8, 9 p.m. And then they got home around 1.45 and uh, Kaylee and Maddie got home around 1.45 as well. So this is purely speculative on my part, mm -hmm. but... Yes, you're going to collect DNA. Yes, you're going to go for trace evidence. Yes, you're going to use a crime scene to try to tell a story. But just on the surface, uh, these individuals don't appear to have any enemies that they should have been worried about. Although I did see an interview with one of the fathers who said that his daughter had a stalker. So there may be something there. But the fact that they were at a, a fraternity party earlier in the night, the fact that Kaylee and Maddie were at the grub truck, it lets me believe that at some point during this evening, they probably encountered their offender. Was it a uh, cordial chain of events where they just, you know, this, someone came on to them and they turned them down? Or was there an argument or something that was seen by someone else that they didn't like and they followed them back to the house? Mm -hmm. It's my belief that the number one thing you have to do is have an accountability for every single second uh, before this event, before mm -hmm. the murders, to try to figure out a moment where someone would have developed a motive for wanting to kill one of them. Because it's my belief, mm -hmm. because the two, the, the four victims, two, they were two and two, this wasn't a targeted attack for all four of them. Mm -hmm. It's my belief that this suspect went there for probably one or two of them, whether it's uh, Ethan and Xana or Maddie and Kaylee, they went there for those two and it just so happened that the other two were there. Right. And they didn't want to leave behind witnesses. So I think that's what they're doing right now. Like they said, they're looking for tips. They're looking for digital proof. They're looking for witness statements. Anyone who could have seen the victims earlier that evening, maybe even the day before, and have any information that would indicate there was something that went down with a particular individual that may have a motive for wanting to hurt one of them. Mm -hmm. And then what they'll do is go to that person and see if they have an alibi for the time in question. Yeah, it's, it's so crazy. Like, what would you... You know, as somebody that I'm sure you've been around different things, I know, you know, for anybody that's listening, like Derek has a huge background in this field. He did a lot of private investigating, did a lot of 
different things. He knows how to interrogate people. You're trained in that. What, like, what is a, what is like a good tip and a good rule of thumb for anybody at any age? Cause this is something that can hit parents. This is something that can hit anybody that's younger that maybe listens to this podcast. That's going away to college or just somebody that is just out and about. Maybe they come back to an apartment by themselves. What is like your biggest piece of advice when, cause it's so easy to park your car, get out of your car, walk up, not be aware of your surroundings. And there's a million different places that somebody can hide and then jump right in. Like I'm always saying it to Christy. I'm like, be aware when you get out of your car, don't sit in your car. When you walk up to the door, don't be like fiddling with your keys, looking down at your keys, looking in your bag. Like no, have your keys prepared to be in your hand and have that key out. And so when you're walking up to the door, like scan your surroundings. Cause like, I'm just hyper aware all the time. Uh, and I'm, I mean, some would say like, I'm on edge. Some would say, you know, you're just stressing over nothing, but it's like, I'd rather be hyper aware all the time. So like, what would you say yeah. is like best practices for any young person, any woman that may be by themselves to avoid yourself being in a situation like this? Well, there's, there's some general things that I, I could recommend, but in this particular case, I will say these four victims allegedly were all sleeping in their home. Oh, so I will say, and I hate to be Debbie Downer here, but in some situations, it just, there's nothing you can do to avoid it. And it yeah. appears that this was a situation here. Yeah, you can be cognizant of your surroundings as you're walking into your apartment, but if this person's kind of just lurking in the distance, keeping, you know, trying to avoid being detected, waiting for the lights to go off, waiting for you to fall asleep, you know, I, I, it seems like there might have been forced entry. I saw that there was like a sliding door with a stool knocked over. I don't know for certain. This is so early on. Yeah. People have asked us to cover this on Crime Weekly. It's just too early on. There's not right. enough information out there, which is why we're talking about it here because it's topical. Yeah. It's being discussed right now and a lot of people are concerned. But to answer your more general question, uh, one, you have them in right now. If you're coming out of the gym, if you're coming out of a shopping mall, something like that, do not have the AirPods in. Yep. I'm a huge offender of it. Have them in all the time. But if you're going to have to have one in, that's fine. But never have two in because they're so good now. You can't hear someone walking directly behind you. Mm -hmm. So that's one opportunity where if you have an offender out there who's looking for a victim of opportunity, you may not be the person they're there for, but you may become the person they're going to target mm -hmm. because of the situation you're putting yourself in. So at night when you're shopping, make sure you try to park your vehicle in a well-lit area. I always tell our listeners on Crime Weekly, if you're coming out of like a, a Target or a Walmart or something like that late at night and the parking lot is a little bit more scarce, usually you have like a Walmart or Target employee who's kind of at the door checking receipts. Have them walk out with you mm -hmm. because that in and of itself is sometimes enough for the offender to not approach you because it's a deterrent because now they have other people they have to worry about. You can't control two people at once unless you have a gun or a knife. It's a lot harder anyways. So there's little things like that, and then you did sit out and say it as well. Just be aware of your surroundings. I always go into everything saying, listen, it's better to be safe than sorry, and you got to assume everyone's the bad guy until they prove otherwise. Mm -hmm. Because in this world we live in right now, yeah, you can still be polite to people, but always assume they have some underlying agenda. And if you do that, it's going to create a level of paranoia, a healthy level of paranoia, where you're always second-guessing the people around you, looking at people, seeing who's following you. If you see the same person more than once and they shouldn't be where they are, yeah. Do the right thing, make a call, make a text, send it out to someone, let them be aware of it. Another thing is the, the apps. The apps are huge as well. There's a lot of um, different location apps you can have where you can just hold your SOS button on your iPhone. It'll automatically contact the, con the people in your list that you've designated. Mm -hmm. It'll contact law enforcement and then self-defense weapons. I had sold a kit for a while called the Keep You Safe Kit. We sold out of them actually. 
but you can have little self-defense weapons like mace, um, puncture devices, things that are all legal so that if someone does approach you and they, they think they got the jump on you, you have those devices available at your disposal and you're able to use, you're capable of using them and hopefully you can get yourself far enough away where you can get some help. Yeah, this, this situation is absolutely gut-wrenching because it's like four college students, uh, four college students that are just, I mean, asleep at night and yeah. somebody breaks into their apartment and 20, that can oldest, happen 21 years anywhere. old. I mean, it happened at Temple University. We had, I mean, we were in right in North Philadelphia, but there was a group of girls that were walking back um, middle of the day from campus, literally were just followed, broke right into the house, tied them all up, held them hostage, took everything from the house. Thankfully, all the girls were unharmed uh, other than the you know, emotional traumatic experience that they now have to deal with for the rest of their lives. But it's like, these situations are just so like horrible because they always happen. They always happen. Yeah. Like, I feel like we're always reading about this stuff. We're always like finding a new story where, where something's happening and we're not even hearing about all of them. We're not hearing yeah. about all of them. There, there's so many that are happening that we don't hear about, which is so crazy. Yep. And it's like, I can't imagine being the parent of one of these students. So like, obviously we send our condolences to, to these families because this the is families, horrible. Absolutely. This is horrible. Yeah. And I feel like it's one of those situations where it's like, I really hope they can find somebody, but it's, I mean, it's been, it's been like I think a they week. Will. You think so? I think, I think they will. I absolutely do. There's, it's all hands on deck. I think the governor had also issued a million dollar emergency fund to mm -hmm. just like put all the resources in. Uh, this seems like it was a, a really, really, terrible crime scene and i'm saying it was gruesome that because you yeah. can see the it was gruesome and there's photos uh we won't put them up here but you there's literally blood leaking out of the house onto the foundation from the exterior so it was a, it was a gruesome crime scene and i feel like hopefully the offender injured himself in the in the act as well and that could be as simple as one of the victims fought back or while stabbing one of the victims a lot of times the offender will slip and the knife cuts them as well and I hope Nancy Grace is right where she's right about the DNA that mm -hmm. they found and they maybe have someone who hasn't been identified. They'll cancel it out amongst the victim's DNA and then you start to hope that this is the suspect. But I feel like it's a, a community where these these individuals were around other people and I have a suspicion that it's going to end up being someone who was at one of these locations and encountered them or and I hope this isn't the case, you could have a situation where you have this nefarious individual, maybe an older individual, who happens to see two young girls at the grub truck from a distance, sees them alone, decides that they're going to be his victim for the night, mm -hmm. follows them back to the residence, waits till they go, go asleep, and then goes in. And then that person may not have a direct connection, but hopefully with trace evidence and DNA evidence, they're able to find someone. That gets a little bit more sticky because yeah. now you're relying on video and audio and hopefully yeah. someone with a photo of a guy or in the area. But it's crazy in this time, too, because every house has a security camera. on it. That's another thing, guys. Yeah. If you have, if you own a property and, and you have the ability to do it, put a ring camera on, put a security system on. There's so many out there now. Ring also makes security cameras. It sounds like, ah, what do I need that for? I don't own a business. Have it. I can't yeah. tell you how many times I've used my my security system for trivial things like, hey, that 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 gate got bro knocked over in our backyard. Now now my kids are nervous. Like who went in our backyard? Right. I'm able to go back to the video and see that the wind blew it open. It's just it's that just happened. Peace like of a mind. Week ago. Right. Peace of mind. Peace of mind, man. Peace and, of mind. And I think that there the 
there's just so many different things that you can do nowadays to to help it but these these things are so sad and again i think it ties back because i was just thinking of this as you were talking about what you were saying like these this group there might have been somebody that followed them on social media that saw their accounts that didn't you know obviously they're out of college so maybe they were posting they post in their college gear maybe it's a smaller college so they can get down into the area it's like oh where are the students they see them walking it could have been premeditated like that like obviously allegedly but it's like we now live in a day and age where people can find you through social media pretty easily and they can pinpoint you to a certain proximity depending on what type of posts you put up, what you're posting, where you're posting, what you're in front of. And if they're in the area and they're familiar with it, it kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say it makes it easy for some of these psychopaths and these like pieces of shit, but like it kind of does. Like you can find somebody, oh, they go to this school. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stick around. This is where a lot of the students hang out. Oh, there they are. Did they they post a story that they were at the grub truck? Did they post a story that they were you know, at the grub, grub I just truck getting like food? So we don't much. Know. It, I feel like it makes it so much harder for investigators that are trying to solve these because it could have been somebody that came from out of the area that just followed one of these students on social media because, you know, now c- gaining a following almost it, lo- it allows you to lose sight of who actually is following you. So say you have like 10,000 yeah, followers, you. you don't know who's following yeah. you. Yeah. So yeah, it's no, like, we'll see. I, I I think it's going to be someone that they're going to be able to find. I, I'm I'm I very optimistic. So. It might take a while, but even even uh, Delphi murders. You know, I covered it on Crime Weekly. Mm-hmm. They recently arrested a guy in that. Sometimes it takes a little longer than you want. Yeah. But hopefully, with this case, with the amount of people that were in the area, they're able to find them. We're obviously, like you had said earlier, condolences are with the family and everybody affected by. It. I'm sure it's affecting a lot of people, including the community, because yeah, now it's terrifying. This is a fact, not to sensationalize this, but. There is a murderer amongst them right now, unless this person already took off. So this is a, it seems like a, a small community, Moscow, Idaho. I'd never heard of it before. Yeah. And now they're worried about their own kids. So we're thinking of everybody out there. We'll, we'll, if there's a break in the case, obviously, we'll, you'll probably hear about it before here on the Winter Circle. But we will definitely update anybody who's not following on Twitter or, or, or getting their, their news consumption from the mainstream media. We will update you guys if we do have a break in the case. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's kind of a tough to wrap it up. Right. I mean, we're, we're going to wrap it up now. That's, that's kind of tough. So I just want to leave everybody with this. Just during the holiday season, you're doing a ton of shopping, right? You're going to be out and about constantly. And if you're on about always, always be aware of your surroundings, be on the phone and not like on the phone, like, like getting distracted, like have the phone out on speaker, maybe on FaceTime where you're just getting in your car and you're seeing it. Don't let it be a distraction to you. Make sure you can put it down immediately. But just always when I feel like these are a lot of situations where when somebody hears somebody talking and they're on the phone with somebody, it kind of deters somebody, especially if you're on a FaceTime, but always stay aware. If you can get a ring, I know there's always discounts going on ring, put a ring on your front door. Make sure you can keep yourself aware of anybody because another thing that I'm seeing, especially during the holidays, and this is happening in New Jersey, break-ins are happening all the time. People are fearless. Stealing packages too. Fearless. Stealing packages, breaking into cars. It's happening where like where I grew up. People are just coming into the town, and it's not from the town. They're breaking into cars or taking whatever they can and they're going. And it's like you never Mm -hmm. know when somebody is coming into like 
they, they're, they're doing this for a reason, right? And you never know what, how far they're going to be willing to go. So you need to put stuff in place to make sure that you are protecting yourself to the best of your ability and making sure that people see things that will deter them. Like if somebody sees a ring as they're walking up, they may turn around and be like, ah, or they may walk past and be like, not going near that house, different things of that sort. So I I just want everybody to stay hyper, hyper aware during these times. Cause unfortunately this is when you see a big spike in criminal activity. Yeah, it's true, definitely around the holidays. And and the camera's huge. The camera's huge. And, and if you're someone who doesn't need, think they're going to need a camera, buy a dummy camera, buy a fake one. And I'll tell you why. Because just having that on the front of your house mm-hmm. serves as a deterrent. Yeah. You may never know it, but there may be, have been someone who was thinking about doing something to your home, but decided not to because they took a quick look and saw a camera above the door. Yep. So it could benefit you and you may never know it. That's a great way to end it. Definitely for the holidays... A lot of good deals going on right now, Black Friday, Cyber Mondays, all that good stuff. You could probably get something at a really cheap price right now because there's a ton of different companies, not just Blink. Yeah, so that I think that – is there anything else you want to talk about? I think that kind of wraps up. It's kind of a morbid topic, and we're, we're going to try to have some lighter topics next week, but especially with your announcement. But it's two things. The Liver King thing was kind of a funny thing because let's be honest, who really cares? It's not yeah. affecting me. I'm not doing what he's telling me to do, but it's something that we all got to be aware of because it may not be Liver King for you. It may be someone else who's telling yeah. you stuff of books to buy or products to use and don't always believe everything you hear or see. Mm-hmm. That's the moral of the story is because yeah. even though Liver King was an overt example of someone who was clearly not telling the truth, there's a lot of people that are even better at it. We see all yeah. these... Uh, financial gurus right buy my 12-step plan and i'll make you a millionaire like me so give me 30 grand though yeah exactly be i'll coach you how to do it just be aware because there's a lot of other liver kings out there that don't just walk around with their shirt off right and that's something that we all got to do a good job a better job of vetting and, and and calling out when we see it because there are people out there who are a little bit more naive and will get taken for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So something yeah. to be more prepared about. And then the Idaho murders, we just talked about it at length. We wanted to bring it up because although these are the holidays, we want to be happy. These are real people and their their holidays will never be the same. Right. And it could happen to any one of us. I don't care who you are. So if you're not hearing about it online, we want to talk about it. We want to make you aware of it because we want you to be safe. Yeah. I think that's that was my main reason for wanting to talk about it. Yeah. That's the moral of the story. We're just trying to you know, create awareness. I hate talking about things like this because you almost perpetuate it for that person if they get some sick you know satisfaction out of hearing it talked about even if you're not mentioning their name we've seen that right we've seen that with a lot of serial killers if they if they do it sometimes they do it and then they get like excitement out of that and then they continue to do it so i mean not necessarily trying to bring it up to you know perpetuate this person whoever they are but just you know want to bring some awareness to everybody who is going to be out and about if you're traveling on your own make sure you're always hyper aware there's definitely lessons that can be learned in tragedy we can do things so that these victims their names are obviously not forgotten but also we can learn to better protect ourselves and the people we care about uh Sad note to end it on, but we hope you guys are all staying safe out there. Mm-hmm. We will be back next week. Yep. Hopefully we'll have Tiffany uh, and we'll have your announcement, which I'm really excited for everyone to hear. Uh, so stick around for that. Make sure you, ha- you subscribe, have the notifications on. We appreciate you joining us here on The Winner Circle. We will see you next week. <laughs>